Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Inspired Evolution. Today, I have the immense pleasure of welcoming Edwin. Hey, Edwin, how are you going? Very good, Emre. Thank you, yourself? Uh, I am amazing. Better for having you here today. I'm really excited to have you here. I, um, I think I shared this with you when I, when I got in touch with you, but uh, from the outset... Uh, when I made it, like I uh, had the agenda of starting this podcast, you were at the top of the list, actually, of uh, someone to get in that I knew immediately. That I was like, "Oh, I'm so excited to to connect with you and get you here today." So, oh, well, thank you. That's nice to hear. Such a treat to have you. No pressure, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, just a little bit of a uh, bit of a, I guess, uh, background for the listeners. Um, sure. Edwin grew up 35 minutes outside Amsterdam on a Dutch dairy and a vegetable farm. Um, on his 22nd birthday, he flew to Bangkok to start his backpacking adventure, and he actually ended up staying in Melbourne to live. So to those listening, Melbourne's a pretty cool place like that. Um, Edwin's interest in why we think and behave the way we do led him to study the work of many world-renowned scientists, physicists, doctors, professors, teachers, trainers, and thought leaders. He studied behavioral science, plant-based nutrition, and structured water. I'm so excited by this. He is, a, he is the founder of three really amazing initiatives, Living With Sense. He's a flow state coach and AHA structured water. Edwin coaches and mentors people to think and behave healthy. Man, such a treat to have you here today. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm pretty excited about the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, just touching straight on um, straight on what you what you said there. So thinking and behaving healthy. Yes. Why is it like, you know, it's, it's, there's, a, there's a massive, um, there's, a, there's an annotation of it being quite cognitive. Correct. Um, that process. And how, how, did you, how did you find what, like, what was your process of becoming, in th- like, thinking healthy and becoming healthy? So, well, um, where to start? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is, this is an opportunity for you to. <laughs> yeah, like, I suppose most, the most, the first part in my life, I was not really 
questioning, you know, what I was eating or what I was drinking. You just, I suppose, you know, saw what your parents did and what your friends did and and your environment and so on. But I think when I started traveling, you start to meet different people, different cultures, different countries. Ah, so this started when you started backpacking. That's right. You know, you start to pay attention to what happens uh, in other places and how they are thinking and how they are behaving. And then obviously sometimes it has to do with culture and, uh-huh. and but certain people, you know, come on your path and it, it, it starts it start to make me think about, hey, the world where I came from, from the Netherlands, in a quite a safe environment on a farm, you know, with other farms around you. And um, so a small community um, and I wanted to break free from that kind of mindset. Right. And, and I wanted to explore something uh, different. And, and uh-huh. I had that innate uh, Europe, you know, I, I really wanted to see something else of the world. Sure, sure. So as I started to travel, I suppose that's where I really got in contact with different thoughts. Mm. And um, I like the way you put that, different thoughts. You came in contact with different thoughts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, some might say, well, it's, it's different kinds of program, different kinds of upbringing, but also different kinds of belief systems. Totally. And, and different kinds of values uh-huh. uh, in relation to, you know, whatever they were interacting with. Sure. Uh, food-wise, um, yep. hydration, uh-huh. uh, but also, you know, uh, work, what they did for work, what, I suppose, wherever they place their attention on, on mm. a day-to-day basis. And that really got me started, I think, um, uh, on a journey, or I don't even want to say a journey because, I don't know, Sometimes uh, I think there is no journey. <laughs> it just is, right? Yeah, it um, just is. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, cool. it just is. So, um, and then I got uh, came across uh, NLP, neuro linguistic program, which is quite prolific. Yeah, it's becoming more and more accepted. Yeah. And yes, yeah. yes. And um, I was quite fortunate to actually get in contact with. Uh, Dr. John Grinder, the co-founder of Neuro Yeah, wow. <laughs> Just casually. No, well. Yeah, no. <laughs> I imagine that's quite a, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and I was actually through a training company that uh, worked very closely with John. Uh-huh. And um, so that uh, really got the ball rolling for me because that really started to have uh, an impact on my thinking and um, mm. looking at patterns and patterns of thought, patterns of behavior. And I start to really look at the world a bit different. Yeah. And um, through that, I suppose, um, I was able to start adding some value to other people in the form of coaching. Yep, yep. And um, with quite extraordinary results. So that methodology, um, it's content-free. So anybody can come with any kind of issue or um, something that they would like to achieve in their lives. So the content of that person is subjective and is always unique. But the patterns that I was taught, um, I could utilize and run any content through it. And Uh they are patterns of, say, well, quote unquote, success or patterns that help people, that enable people to have a different perspective on the same thing mm-hmm. and all of a sudden their state can shift quite dramatically right. in a really positive way. Yeah. Because maybe you've experienced it yourself that 
you know, that sometimes we get stuck on something or we have a certain state about something. Mm -hmm. And um, that sometimes you want to have shifted. But yep. if you don't know how, or you don't know, you know, um, yeah, you can you feel a bit the... stuck. In, yeah. yeah. So for those listening, can you briefly describe what NLP is in a nutshell? I know there's, there's a probably. Yeah. Well, the the essence of NLP is modeling, mm. modeling excellence. Right. So just imagine a child. Yep. Their filters of say beliefs and values and attitudes and past memories and decision making and so on. Yeah. They are not matured so to speak so yeah. these filters are pretty much not there yeah they don't really care for what's right or wrong uh-huh uh, they don't really care um you know for something what's good or bad or you know um you can see it with children they just love to play in the mud now yeah. would you and i play in the mud <laughs> <laughs> uh, i've been to tough mud which was lots of fun <laughs> but yeah not not voluntarily yeah, they, <laughs> not on the everyday basis no, not like they a don't kid, see yeah. that as an issue yeah so they just absorb the world um through their senses yeah you know their eyes their ears the, the kinesthetics the what they can feel taste and smell you see with kids they put everything in their mouth yeah totally and they try to make sense out of the world that they live in, right? Mm -hmm. Or that's my observation. Yeah. And, Seems um, just, yeah. Yes. And so NLP is about um, putting you, be able to put you in a state where your filters are shut down. Like as a kid. Potent. Yeah. Very potent. And then if your filters are shut down, most likely uh, you will have more accurate data coming through your senses. Right. Otherwise, the data comes through your filters of mm -hmm. beliefs and mm -hmm. values and past memories and Become decisions. skewed and refracted. Yes. And, yeah. It will become distorted and generalized and we yeah. delete certain parts and so on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it gives us an internal representation and that puts us in a particular state and then we communicate that. Sure. Therefore, we are so unique uh, each to each other, I suppose, because we have all our own unique filters, mm. how we filter the world through our... Yeah. our, our um, senses you touched on the word communication and i think um from yeah like I, i'm really enthusiastic about um exploring just I, I had no expectation for this to go this way so the communication um you know obviously nlp helped you understand that um i guess relationship with self could we possibly go that far as saying yeah it, it, it definitely i think gives you it gives you more options in uh -huh. how to observe yourself and detect patterns within yourself. Yep. Certain patterns are useful. Some of them are not. So, <laughs> right? so how could you, in, an, in a sense at times, put yourself uh -huh. as a, like a fly on the wall yep. and observe yourself? And how could you put yourself in somebody else's shoes and look through their eyes, listening with their ears and feeling sure. what they feel? And you might get us some really valuable information. Of course. And then you pop out in that fly position, that bird's eye view, so to speak, uh -huh. and then go back to self. Now, that, with that little process, you might have gathered some really useful information. Uh -huh. And that might shift your perspective on the other person or you in relation to the other person. I think it's probably guaranteed to shift your perspective <laughs> on yeah. the other person yeah. in the situation at yeah. the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... 
Okay, so these perspective shifts and then creating these perspective shifts within yourself. Mm. Um, okay, so your perspective is now shifting and awareness is shifting. Um, and so I guess that's that's like uh, thinking healthy. Is that kind of where thinking healthy came from? Well, that came a bit later for me. Um, but, uh, you know, just to finish on that. So, yeah, NLP is really modeling excellence. And then mm. once you model, there are certain patterns that certain people do on a day-to-day basis. Yep. And they are very successful and they are repeatable. Yep. And they get really good results in certain contexts uh-huh. of their lives. And these patterns is the application of NLP. So that if you go to okay. an NLP course, they train you all these different patterns. And there are so many of them. Um so that you can absorb and then there is an, another part is called new code NLP and it's all about states how to, how to get in a high performance state or I would yeah. say in a flow state yeah. and in a flow state we can do extraordinary things yeah. right? so um, but yeah later I was really looking at um, well uh, about 8 years ago it came to a point where where I had a big fork in the road. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and due to that event, it made me question everything in life. Mm. Literally everything. And uh, there was some serious soul searching going on and serious questioning about yeah. the world that I was living in. I started to wake up to the fact like, well, what world am I actually living in? Yeah. You know? Um, why are the things the way they are um, why do we have all the symptoms that we see today mm-hmm. are they normal um, because not all of them are positive <laughs> no no yeah. they're not and so and also I start to look at symptoms in my own body uh-huh. and I start to think well why are they there mm. um, I never really question it other than, oh, well, that's annoying or that is not nice or, you know. Yeah. Um, but how can you actually, you know, change that? Where does it come from? Uh-huh. And that linked back into, and again, people's thinking and people's behaviors. How do they come about? Like, you know, I grew up on a farm and my father always said, we need to go bigger, uh, bigger. And, uh, you know, we need to be ahead of the pack. Yeah. And we need to advance. Yeah. But is that true? <laughs> For what purpose? Yeah. You know, and it's just a mindset. Totally. It's a belief system. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure if it is based on anything that is in sync with people's real core values. Uh-huh. So an example be, if I say I love nature. Yep. But then I look at my daily behaviors yeah. and I'm doing a truckload of things that is actually the opposite. Yep. For instance, and uh, no judgment here, but say driving a car, or uh, you know going on a lot of holidays and flying around the globe. Yep. Well, you love nature, but hey, you're, you're a not bit, preserving it. You're not. Yeah, yeah. You're a yeah. bit in conflict here. Yeah. Right. And I start to look at all these kinds of things that I was involved in. Mm. Like there was a lot of incongruency going on. And between what I was saying, mm. I cherished and was important to me versus what I was doing. Wow. And that really started, I started to have some serious aha moments. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, I'm serious delusional. 
Yeah. I thought, Edwin, you've got to look in the mirror and face the music, man. That's a deep conversation to have with yourself. It was not easy. Yeah. No. And still sometimes it's not easy. Yeah. Because then, you know, I really, I don't know about you, but then you start to realize, wow, sometimes we live in this in this bubble that we create for ourselves. Totally. But it doesn't match with reality. Mm. Um, and that let me really looking more into purifying my body. I thought, I got to clean this house yeah. and my body. And I thought, hang on, I got to start with what I'm living in every day and clean that up because I've done plenty of things in the past yeah. <laughs> that probably had a negative <laughs> <laughs> let's just say certainly <laughs> we're all in this together <laughs> yeah so i really after the the behavioral and the psychology you know a part of life i really got curious about uh, diet curious about well, diet and actually i say on purpose diet because diet is a word that's been used the whole time. But when you think about it, diet indicates, I think, often so many calories, or so many carbs, or so many vitamins, or <laughs> so many this, so many that. So many labels. So many labels. <laughs> it's all made up. None of it exists. Other yeah. than somebody made it up. Yeah, right? totally. And um, so um, I'm talking about whole foods. Right, like like basically what grows in the ground, on the ground, and above the ground. Off the trees, yeah. That's right. Yeah, like we had on our farm. Um, you know, I planted quite a few of them. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I wanted to clean my body, my mind. Right. So I start looking into how to do that, and that's really when I came across fasting, detoxing. Ah, brilliant. And. Um, and you know like some people say oh I abstained myself for one day with coffee I fasted yeah and other people say well I did a 40 day water fast yeah so there's a fast difference between one fast or another and as I look more into it I yeah I I really came to realize that wow fasting equals strengthening the body fasting is yeah, it's giving yourself the opportunity to sense yourself. Yeah. That's what I really came to experience. Yeah. And I also came to realize, wow, we are so occupied with food in the morning. <laughs> you know, what are you going to have for breakfast? <laughs> yeah. It's and then you work, on, towards, isn't it? you work towards lunch. And then yeah. what are you going to have for lunch? Yeah. Where are you going? What are you going to eat? And then... You're already looking towards the dinner, evening, yeah. dinner. What are we going to have for dinner? Yeah. And then you got to shop for it and it's put it all together. Very consuming process. Very consuming. Yeah. Very consuming. So that was really came that aha moment I had during my fasts that I thought, wow, we are so... And then socialize, you know. The I social... So- I was just about to touch on that. The social aspect of it is huge. Um, I... I, I this is maybe about three, four years ago, I started trying intermittent fasting just because at the time I was going to the gym a lot and it was this new craze. Mm. Um, And, you know, I I just said, okay, I'm going to cut out dinner, you know, because I loved having a massive breakfast and I loved having a massive lunch at the time. This is my philosophy (laughs) at the time. And 
I I literally f- could not succeed at executing intermittent fasting because dinner was so social. Mm. There were so many social dinners. Mm. And you don't even realize until you set an agenda like this to sort of like, yeah. okay, I'm not going to do this. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. There's so much of my energy in my life yeah. that is connected to socializing around food. You know, it's like I'm leaving the house and going to a cafe to eat something to meet someone. You know, it's like you can't just go to the park. That's and true. do nothing for a minute, you know, mm. which is um, now there's a beautiful journey around that for me in there. But <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's really interesting the social aspect of food, yeah, as well, and how we take that on. Absolutely, and I think that's part of culture now, and it's mm. part of you know, on, on so well promoted everywhere. Yeah. So everybody is, I suppose, participating in that. But when I was doing my forty day fast. I just had so much extra time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because, yeah, uh, all you do is I drunk water uh, and um, for about 18 days. And and then one afternoon I got, well, I skip a bit here, but I got actually, prior to that, I was detoxing really hard. For the, before the fast yeah in the yeah. first between day 4, 5 and day 18 yeah it was pretty tough at times yeah so let's let's talk about that it gets tough right because obviously it's not just you, you, obviously you're fasting and people think it's just a bodily process mm. but it's really not it's multi-dimensional that mm. process completely yeah well, I would say so I mean you gotta be mentally pretty prepared yeah. I think and committed mm-hmm. um, and I did a lot of research I did actually a ton of research I spoke to people who'd done a 40 day fast I looked up a lot on YouTube and just familiarized myself as much as I could yep um, to prepare myself and when I started I was definitely uber excited and I also yeah. prepared my body prior to actually uh, going into that state. yeah going yeah. into that fast um, what is very important I think and then you know as the fast started, the first three, four days, I go, oh, this is all right. This is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was still running. And <laughs> I was doing all right. Like, hey, this is, this, is, this is okay. But then day five came. Uh-huh. And that's when it really started to kick in. And I, the detox, yeah, I started to feel that my body was working. And as the days progressed, um, I could literally feel that the body is just yeah start to what shall we say consume the fats and you know there's a theory that our toxins are locked into our body fats yeah that's yeah. a way of for the body to preserve ourselves from the things that we are exposing ourselves to yep uh, either food or environment or whatever else and um so i suppose um as that fasting was progressing around day 18 I was at my brother's place and I said hey I, I, can I crash on your couch because I can't even stand up anymore I really had to lay down big time and uh, so and that's the, the, the obviously processing toxins yeah processing toxins you're yeah. getting your body is getting rid of toxins and sometimes it's getting probably rid of it too fast mm. gets in your bloodstream and then it really hits you 
Yeah. But it's for everybody different. I definitely want to say that my story is not the norm. Yeah. And uh, everybody's unique and everybody has a different history. Yeah. So, um, no, you know. Um, Which open bracket, I think, is probably one of the healthiest things about a message for health is that everybody absolutely. has their own complete individualized absolutely. thing. But yeah, close bracket. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're detoxing. No, you're completely right. I think, you know, as long as we are seeing ourselves as unique totally. and each other, then we also will start to act and behave, I think, accordingly. Yeah. But I was I was laying down on that couch and I actually, you know, I wouldn't say it knocked me out, but it was... I. I just woke up four hours later. Yeah. And I was a completely different guy. I kid you not. It was like, it's like, hang on. What's, <laughs> what's going on here? What kind yeah, of world right. am I in now? Like, it was like, I had gone through this massive first part my section. And I just woke up like refreshed and energized. You and, shed something. Oh, yeah. Like, Wow, yeah, right. Yeah, and the, the world looked brighter and, uh-huh. and it, was, it was quite amazing. It yes. was literally quite amazing because, it, yeah, I felt like, wow, I really went through something. My body really got rid of something massive. And it was probably progressing for quite a while. Wow. And uh, one of the indicators as well that things were already progressing was... I was staying with my parents um, because I chose an environment. I actually flew back to the Netherlands for it because um, ah. I wanted to stay in an environment that I, I didn't know what to expect. Totally. So and I was going to ask you about that. Like, did you do the same day-to-day tasks or not during your fast? So, you know, you went to, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I called up mom and dad and said, hey, listen, this is what I want to do. Well, are you sure? <laughs> Sounds yeah, pretty of, crazy. Of course, of course. <laughs> and, and anyway, after after a few conversations, they uh, they agreed to come over and, you know, uh, you can do that and uh, stay uh, at our house. Beautiful. So it was pretty tough for them to see me, you know, losing so many kilos. Yeah. And see me going through, you know, sometimes um, tough times. So in those tough times, is there is there a voice that arrives in your consciousness where it's like, just give up, just eat something? Or just drink something that, you know? Well, definitely from my, I suppose, NLP gave me the tools to really start communicating with your own unconscious. Uh Uh-huh. And that, to me, is paramount. Mm -hmm. Um, I think when you go into... um, something like a 40-day fast because having a good relationship with your own unconscious and Mm. trusting that innate wisdom that kind of internal guide that is constantly coaching you guiding you and if you have questions you can ask it and it will give you an answer or so it does for me Mm. and um, definitely had many times like are we still good? Am I am I gonna keep going? I mean, what is happening now? I would look at my stomach and I see things all moving, and I go, "What's going on here?" Yeah, wow. And I say, Are we still good here? Or one day, you know, my senses, my sense of smell, Emirate, it was so strong, supreme. Yeah, <laughs> I had to leave my parents' house. I said, I can no longer stay here. The carpet, yeah, the couch. I could smell my dad's socks oh, wow. 
and it was just like this is too much it was yeah. it became so much so intense i said mom i i gotta leave so careful I, what you wish for yeah? yeah it was your intention initially purification <laughs> now your sense of smell is purified I, I, <laughs> I thought oh my god I, i'm gonna have this now for the rest of my life i'm a major trouble you know? here i am in farmland as well yeah 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 so i called up my sister and i said sis i can I stay with you because her house is wood a lot of wood timber and yep. timber on the floor and so on and um, so the minute I walked in there it was, it was better yeah but for three days it was just I really was struggling with the incredible uh, intensity of smell that I had uh-huh. and also I start to my, my sight uh, my vision was also it was like I had an extra I don't know sharpness to yeah, it yeah wow um, but yeah, so after that couch uh, experience and me feeling so good, at, yep. in the evening there was a voice, uh, very strong, very loud, says, Edwin, I want you to go on detox, or uh, I'll go on uh, juice, I want you to switch. Um, and it had something to do with my bowel. And so I did um, 18 days of water and then I switched to 14 days of juice. Yeah. And then, you know, was on juice for 14 days. And then, again, uh, one morning I woke up and it was like, uh, I want you to go back on water. So right. I finished off with eight days of water. Okay. Um, but yeah, you definitely have some very interesting insights. Um, yeah. And my relationship with food changed, the world changed, myself changed. Yeah, of course. Some profound insights, really. Um, one of them I was sitting on a chair um, in the backyard of my, my parents house and there's a tree about 300 meters away uh, just near a little bridge uh-huh. and um, I'm looking at a tree and all of a sudden I, I'm locked into this tree <laughs> like this tree and I we just became I don't know what it was it was yeah, quite, yeah. quite extraordinary and this this tree was really I don't know it felt like it was just talking to me Yep. And it says, you got this seat, and this seat, you got this tree. Mm. So in this seat is this entire tree, and it knows exactly what to do. And when the seasons come, it knows what to do in the seasons. Totally. And it knows how to grow and, and produce what it does, right? There is this whole well yeah. program or this whole purpose, this whole intent about this tree. And it really daunted to me that I thought, wow, you know, like sometimes we eat sunflower seeds, but you lit what are you eating? You know, like what are yeah. we actually inhaling? And same with 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 there's so much information there. Yep. So I really start to look at food as wow, hang on. This is there's so much more to it. Like this is not just a broccoli. This is a broccoli with an intention, with a purpose, what goes into my system. Yep. And then does something to assist me in my life. And I really start to grasp it that I thought, oh my God, all these foods, they're all, you know, they're yeah. all information packages or they all have these these unique intents and you're downloading them and then executing from yeah. that space <laughs> yeah and since then I could never look at food the same way again yeah I can imagine <laughs> that sounds yeah revolutionary it was quite interesting yeah um, 
Yeah. That was really interesting. So you mentioned that, you know, there, there was this... Um, your your relationship with yourself changed and your food changed, but then you also said your relationship with the world changed. Mm. Um, so that that's like self, what your input and obviously your relationship to the earth. A big part of it is food because it's what you're taking in and also what you're what yeah. you're planting yeah. ideally. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then obviously the earth that we're standing on, you know, and where we're participating and we're breathing from and you know we're taking in from that that whole. It's quite holistic, I guess, in that perspective. Um, mm-hmm. Has that always been... Uh, I think I don't know the answer to that, so it's not obviously that something's or it's always been the case, but um, can you talk to that a little bit in terms of what's good for the human and good for their food also being good for the earth? Yeah. Um, because after these kinds of experiences... I, I really start to look into uh, plant-based whole foods. Yes. And now that my relationship with food further had changed, although I was already, um, you know, eating a lot of plant-based whole foods and abstained myself from um, from meat. Yeah. Um, and dairy and, and and so on. I can imagine you don't <laughs> just go into a forty-day fast <laughs> being no. loaded up with toxins initially. So. Yeah, and yeah. I will answer. The, uh, well, I'll try to 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 answer your question, but mm. perhaps a little bit prior to that, um, when I was doing um, my first NLP course, I had we did an exercise, and I was really focusing at that time. I wanted to have more love in my life. Uh-huh. And it was really, really important to me, and I, I was really had serious in, at, attention on 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 getting that more into my life. Sure. So every exercise I did was all about that. Yeah. And then I was doing this exercise with this other guy um, in 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 the course, so to speak, and um, then something miraculous, something quite extraordinary happened. I fell off my chair on my knees, and I started bawling out my eyes. But not of something bad. All people were rushing around me going, are you right? Are you right? And But of joy. I just stepped into a profound state of bliss. Like crazy bliss. Uh-huh. And I walked up to the teacher. I said, what's going on? <laughs> you know. And he says, well, what is going on? And I said, I don't know. I said, I have this euphoric, this incredible state. Yeah. And... And he says, well, I don't know. Just enjoy it. He says, why don't you go for a nice walk? And it was a, a beautiful forest uh, just very close to it. Yeah. I disappeared in that forest the whole afternoon. <laughs> I didn't come back at all. Yeah. I was on such a height. Yeah. It was like this state of pure ecstasy. It was amazing. And I go, gee. And, you know, it's interesting what happens. Like after f- three, four hours walking around, I thought, oh, this can never leave. You know, this is so good. Yeah. I would love to have this permanently. Anyway, um, it lasted for three days. Wow. Three days I was in a profound state of bliss. And then uh, after three days I woke up and it starts to Mellow. F- fade away. Yeah. But then two days, or two, uh, what was it, about two, three weeks later, I was, um, and this is how I became 15 years ago, um, um, well, vegan, vegetarian, plant-based, whole food. Um, I was making a 
spaghetti bolognese uh-huh. on the stove. So, and my parents, they have organic meats and beef and, and they have a farm and they do that, those kinds of things as well. Um, and at the time, uh, mom had given me the best minced meat and this and that. And so I was cooking that. And there was this song on the radio. Over on the, I was playing this song on the DVD, and uh, it was also about opening up that door. And I was singing it with it at the top of my lungs, you know. Yeah, Open yeah. up that door. Yeah. And bang, that door went open. And again, it happened. Tears flowing out of my eyes, and I'm saying, "Yeah, go, rush of joy." What is going on? Yeah. And it was so intense. And then I walked back to the stove. And I looked at the meat, and I started laughing. And I thought, "This doesn't make any sense anymore." <laughs> and I thought, "Oh my god!" And it was already on my mind, you know, about changing my health 15 years ago and so on. Yeah. And I can still remember this the moment. <laughs> I grabbed, I grabbed the fry pan. And I just put it all in the bin. <laughs> I go, wow. And I go, really? Two very different Edwins pre, pre and prior. <laughs> yeah. Like that? Yeah, wow. Like that. And the next day I was going to go and visit my girlfriend at the time in Barcelona. Uh-huh. And I was so looking forward to go. I just didn't want to go. I felt so good again. And it was such a state of bliss. I thought, no, I don't want to. I don't want to go in a cramped plane. I don't yeah. want airports or any of that. Also, yeah. I just wanted to enjoy walking nature and just having a good time. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And because I felt so good, that this lasted a bit less longer. So um, that's basically how I got into how I really start this whole journey with food and consciousness and so on. Yep. And in terms of what you were asking, like, well, how does this all link back? to um, how is it all connected yeah I don't know (laughs) (laughs) I really don't know other than share my own story here I suppose is that what I do know is that we have been trapped into a world of nonsense you talk about this a lot yeah because when I had that fork in the road, I started to do research. Mm. I mean, I'm talking about some serious research. Yeah. I researched education. I researched government. I researched corporations. I researched money. I researched food. I researched religion. I researched pretty much everything that I could for eight years, nonstop. Mm. I became quite obsessed, in mm. a sense, with comprehending what world I'm living in Mm. and what is my relationship to it all and why do I think the way I think and why do I do what I do and why do I value so much being a you know doing ABC what a dense process yeah and and I was amazed what I started to figure out and in the start it was so confusing because you got so many gurus yeah and so many um um, so-called thought leaders or, or whatever you want to call them who we're all saying oh this is the way or that's the way or no this is going to happen or no that should happen Mm. and the more I start looking into it in the first couple of years I was so confused because there's so many conflicting stories but then I start to see patterns 
real patterns of ah, oh, hang on, this is the same drum, this is, and they present the same people or per same, they, they present the same uh, um, uh, thoughts, yep. belief systems as this group, same st- organizations, yes, thoughts, same yeah. organizations, etc., etc. Yep. And I started to to identify after years and years of researching. And, and thinking and contemplating and walking around and scrutinizing and you know pulling things apart as much as I could in my own life as well yeah and it was quite confusing at times to be honest um, and sometimes yeah you literally feel depressed about the whole thing I was going to ask because that is you know that's quite a quite a heavy ah. thing to go into you know the state of the world when you look at it with such a scalpel can sometimes be well most of the times you'll find it quite be quite overwhelming yeah massive like yeah. that I thought wow this can't all be true yeah. But then it seems to be true. And at the end, I start to realize. I start to realize what the difference is between sense and nonsense. Therefore, mm-hmm. also I also now started this, this new website and company called Living With Sense. Mm-hmm. Because I start to realize it's so easy for me to project my belief system onto somebody yep. and when you buy into it whose world are you now living in yours or mine and the more I convince you that the world is A, B, C mm. and you do not appreciate your own uniqueness mm. and you're not grounded and you are easy to persuade or swing across my belief systems with my values and my agenda mm-hmm. and if you're really good at that and you start nice and early <laughs> and you start nice and early you can literally suck in millions of people into certain um, trains of thinking mm-hmm. and behavior now religion corporations science mm-hmm. education they're all extremely good at doing that mm-hmm. right and the more you live in a nonsense world meaning a lot of that information if not nearly all you can't verify I give you an example oh, because you haven't sensed it for yourself well you can't see it you can't yeah. s- can't touch it you can't uh-huh. put it in your mouth you can't taste it uh-huh. just like that kid yes exactly and I come to, and I, it was such an aha moment. It was like, oh my god! I, after eight years, it was just like, this. Hang on, I'm onto something, right? <laughs> What's the, I, I was really astonished, and I start to, I start to think, but what about vitamins? All these supplements and vitamins, and what about carbs and calories and vitamin K and B12 and yeah. and, and, and vitamin D and A and I thought well where can I go to meet vitamin A and vitamin yeah. B do they have an address mm. Mm. I mean I'm hearing from people that it exists yeah. and that it interacts in my body this way or that way uh-huh. but it's just a story mm. because it's not like a tree I can say to you hey Amrit, there is a tree across the street. It looks a bit like this. Oh, really? Yeah. Why don't you check it out and walk across the street and hug it? 
put your teeth in it, smell it, listen to it when the wind r- rattles through it. Mm. It's something of sense totally. that you can sense. Totally. But now try to hug vitamins. and something that you were saying in that i realized as well if i was the only person on the planet and there was only one tree on the planet it'd be really easy to identify my relationship with it yeah um whereas if there was one amaret and one vitamin i don't really know what would be going on (laughs) Yeah. yeah so it's so easy to tell a whole bunch of stories and yep. say that's the truth that's how it is mm. but they're all non-verifiable yeah so it's made up mm-hmm. it's just somebody's belief system totally and i think science is part of that it's a belief system it's not necessarily the truth yeah and and therefore i think nature doesn't have an agenda other than serving us mm. and nature doesn't want to make money of us Nature doesn't want to um, 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 project its belief system onto me, so I then act according to that belief or value system. Nature just is. Mm. And then I think if we start to appreciate and reconnect with the land, reconnect with fruit, like that moment I had with that seed, that was such a profound moment that I felt, yeah we are together in this and I now don't want to let anybody come in between that it's going to fill up my head no third party entity nothing third party these interlopers Mm. and and third party uh, I want to have first access yep direct access direct access yep and then you know because if my head is filled up with all this nonsense Mm -hmm. how can I possibly have an have a first access interaction. Yeah. Because now it goes through my filters. Filters. That are filled with all this nonsense that is non-verifiable. Yep. Try to tell certain tribes about vitamins who've been eating from the forest all day long. They go, what are you talking about? (sighs) What are you talking about? You know, I have to share this with you at this juncture. So I recently went to Kenya. Right. Yeah, And going on safari in Kenya was one of my traveled quite a bit and it's definitely one of my favorite things that are like one of the most it's like the crowning experience of traveling for me um, safari in Kenya and something I want to share with you is we met the local tribesmen right and their diet consists of three things yeah milk meat and blood yeah and because they're cow herders that's all they do right they literally they're like a man is not a man until he has at least 60 cows only then because you have a voice in the council <laughs> okay, wow. yeah and that's their currency is blood so they 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 they, they share in cows but the issue with that is or the con- they need consistent grass because their money is not paper their money is literally breathing and walking around with them and they live amongst the hyenas and the lions and so there's people li- like literally nature is preying on their their resources um, but the reason of where I really wanted to go with this was um, even looking at the water that they drank, yeah, like water's been backed up for at least two weeks. It's more mud than water, mm. but they can drink it mm. because for them, it's that's that's water, 
Mm. There's still water in there. Their body is totally capable of processing the mud and the stuff that's going right. through it. Right. Um, when I was there, they offered us milk, but I was acutely aware of the fact that the lady had just been like patting down a mud, like she was using um, cow dung to pat down the house, and then when she was heating the milk, she was using the same finger. Right. Right. And I was aware that my system was definitely not compatible right. to this situation. I left and I was amazed by this, you know, <laughs> just their diet. And then we had a chat to the, a couple of the guides that were also locals, and they re- they shared the story that if they ate potato chips, yes, they get sick. Yeah, but they can eat, they can drink that water, which is let more mud than water, and not get sick. And I saw that as the direct access to something that they've evolved with because they've maintained that direct access that yes. you were touching on. Yeah. And that third-party intrusion and, like, you try and introduce a third-party thing into their system that's already been so heavily nurtured and co-evolved with nature, mm. um, it causes illness. Mm. Yeah, and that, in essence, doesn't surprise me, I suppose. Um, and talking about the mud and the water, I find it always quite... Um, amazing to observe mm. that animals your dog for instance yeah. probably rather drinks from a little puddle yeah with uh, that, that yeah totally this yeah yeah then then actually you know drinking it from the tap uh-huh. uh, with all the chlorine fluoride and god knows what else <laughs> <laughs> yeah and yeah astute observation and yeah. you know that's i saw that on the farm that i grew up with as well that when cows for example were sick they start to abstain themselves from food they stopped eating food at all and they removed themselves from the pack so to speak from the herd and they lay by themselves in the Netherlands you got a lot of canals and they mm. would lay down near the nearest canal to have water um, and um, they are basically are doing a fast mm-hmm. uh, to heal the body well, that's the thing as well, because... Okay, so I, I wanted to touch on this before, but now is the perfect juncture. So when you're fasting hmm. um, and to heal the body, those two things are, like, so interwoven, yeah? Because obviously um, my awareness, um, and you obviously have a greater awareness around this, um, is that the body is an amazing instrument that heals itself so naturally. Hmm. Um, it... You, you know, like I get amazed these days. Now I cut, like I used to just get wounds and just like get over it, you know. But now I cut myself and it's like, oh, observe the cut and just like really get mystified by the fact that it just regenerates, it rejuvenates, right. you know, like I heal and yes. my body's just always doing this. Like yes. it's always healing. Um, and my understanding of fasting, which is now I've, I've been fasting, I guess, um, regularly in part of a daily practice for over a year now um and my understanding is that where it just gives you more resources that your body innately had Mm. to rejuvenate and heal Mm. if you've stayed in a fast and stayed a little bit longer because i think people disqualify how intense of a process digestion is oh i i couldn't agree more in your body i think if we really start to be attuned to what our body actually is asking for. Mm. Um, I think 
a lot of things we don't eat. <laughs> yeah. And also, I think the frequency of how often we eat. Three meals? Why three yeah. meals? <laughs> why not two? Or why not one? Yeah. Or why not skip one an entire day and uh -huh. eat every second day? You see, these are the things I all start to question. Why? Who says so? Yeah. According to who? Yeah. I can see that from a commercial perspective. Yeah. Have three meals. Why not have four? Uh -huh. <laughs> consume, consume, consume. Totally. So we can produce, produce, produce. Yeah. And therefore we can be valued. <laughs> in society, yeah. Right? Bottom lines. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. But that is obvious. Um, doesn't have to be the case mm. like as you say you do intermediate fasting I do intermediate fasting two meals a day seems to stay me fine mm. I might go to one meal a day and see what happens there um, and I think this is what really is worth questioning is everything that we do we say we think or we, we think often it's normal Mm. Well, how normal specifically? And how relative is that period of which you found it normal is something that I've really danced with through my process of fasting is because, you know, three square meals a day, you know, and then recently if, uh, like when I was in my whole bodybuilding phase, um, it was like six or seven meals a wow. day, you know. It was trying to get as many meals as you could. And then I look, and obviously that, well, like I was fit and strong, but like not flexible and tired and not healthy. Yeah. Um, and then I, I, I came across this, like now with, I became a vegetarian and then now learning to like t training myself to fast. Yeah. Um, it's completely normal when I look back. So the thing that really encouraged me to fast was the science of Ayurveda. Right. Yeah. Yes. So they talk about getting in touch with your body type, and I yeah. happen to be the earth body type, so quite dense naturally. Mm -hmm. um, and it was ideal to eat most of my calories between 10 and 2 because that's when my metabolic fire is at its highest. Yeah. According to Ayurveda, everybody again, like you said, has their own journey, right? Yes. But this resonated for me. And so I don't have breakfast. Mm -hmm. And the clarity that I was afforded, you know, and then that really brought into focus for me was there was a science 2,000 years ago that's more applicable and feels more at home to me now mm. than the science that was been shoveled down my throat for the last 50 years. Yeah. You know? Well, I, these are, I suppose, yeah, they're, they're good points because I think we owe it to ourselves to start questioning mm. everything. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think once we, we do that and we, we form that kind of new behavior... I think people in general will start to make different decisions for mm -hmm. themselves. You know, we, we, we spoke a little bit about this innate wisdom that we have, this internal guiding system. Yes. And from my experience and working with quite a few different clients over the last 15 years, is I help them to tap into this signaling system that we have internally. And it already has given us a signal before we consciously can process it. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. If Lag you... time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then often the conscious mind will override it yeah. for whatever purposes. Mm -hmm. But the unconscious often already will let you know, yes, this will serve you, or no, this will not serve you. Mm -hmm. And quite often it, it, it communicates that 
through the sensory system. Either there are distinct sensations in the body that are distinctly different, say a yes and a no. Yes. Or it could be a visual. Yeah, you get a visual. Mm-hmm. Or it could be a sound. Or, yeah. Auditory. And once you start to realize you have those innate cycli- this innate signaling, signaling system yep. in your body, you can actually start to act on it. And once you start to act on it, you'll start to realize that it wants often something else for you. And when you act on it and execute it, so to speak, guess what? You're living with sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And all of a sudden, yeah. things are going quite well. Yeah. And we sometimes we do it, but I suppose it, it it's very useful to become very conscious in the start of that uh-huh. and form this new habit of actually tapping into listening. Hang on, is this serving me or not? Say for instance, I give you an example. Yep. I've got a very distinct um um yes and a very distinct no. Mm. My yes is I get goosebumps all over my arm. Yeah. And the distinct no is it just sits on my throat. It starts uh-huh. to claim it, right? Wow. Especially if it is a no-no. I I can really feel it as, as if something grabs like me by the... Like a bodily symptom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. And um, I cannot produce those consciously. Uh-huh. They are totally unconscious. Yeah. So often in my decision-making, I ask. I said, will this serve me? From this innate wisdom that yeah. is within. Why not? Mm-hmm. We have this 24-7 on tap, uh-huh. incredible intelligence yep. that far bypasses anything that we in essence have been taught sure and a lot of what we've been taught is nonsense well it's connected to our ability to be taught so it's <laughs> way deeper yeah 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 and what i do with people is basically set up those signal systems mm. and inside their body yeah and then introduce them to the idea that hey notice what happens when you start to act on it and I kid you not, a lot of people will say now who have been using it um, that it really starts to work and it is beneficial to them and things are working out better for them. Oh my God. So health is individualized for each individual. Totally. Which means you've got to be in tune with yourself. You are tuning people to themselves. <laughs> yeah. I don't have the answers. The only thing that I do know... No, no, no. I cannot tell you how much I value that. That's amazing. Yeah, please. You don't... Yeah. The only thing that I try to accomplish is for people not to listen to me. But I, I try to say, listen, these are just my values, my beliefs, my ideas. Mm. Please allow me just to set up that unconscious signaling system. Mm-hmm. Once it is set up and you start to form a relationship with it and you start to trust it, and that will take maybe a little bit of time mm-hmm. because some people, sometimes people say, well, I didn't get a yes and I didn't get a no. Mm. And I said, yeah, I know. I sometimes <laughs> get that too. <laughs> and I said, my interpretation of that is it's not well formed. Uh. It, it Just sit on it. Don't make a decision. Something will happen yeah that will give you inform the process inform the process just let it be yeah be patient sure and then when you are patient boom it starts you get you get your you you go pass or 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 not wow and if not then 
what you can start to do is ask your unconscious, would you be so kind to reveal to me in the next 24 hours, whenever it suits you, yeah. um, what the answer is? And yeah. sometimes it will reveal it in your dreams or all of a sudden when you wake up in the morning there is an answer or just during the day all of a sudden it comes and you just know what to do. Mm. And then you start to act not on what is being taught yeah. but that just comes from you because you are unique I think and what serves you doesn't serve me always mm. and vice versa. And and I think we have this incredible wisdom. This was such a big aha moment for me that I mm. thought, my God, how often don't we have it if we kind of know that we shouldn't do something and then we still do it and then it doesn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> We've all yeah. been there, right? Being there, I think most of, our, most of us live our lives, lives there. Lives like right that, yes. Yeah. And then it's so, I think, useful to ask yourself the question, that thought that overrode that innate wisdom, that internal guide that only wants you to succeed and thrive in life. Thrive, yep. Feel love, balanced, be healthy. Mm-hmm. What is it? That thought, where does that thought come from? Whose belief system is that? Why is that projected into my mind? Well, and why let I let that rule my behavior? It's driving. Yes. And there might be some secondary gains. Yep. You know, like, oh, well, then it looks good, or then I look good, or then, you know, it's perceived well, or... But it is... I love that, because everything you just mentioned there is so external-driven, though. Yes, yes. It's not innate, yeah. Yeah, and to me, that's all nonsense. Yeah. Because it says nothing about me. Mm. But then if if I buy into it, and I start to live my life into that thought... Mm. And it could be a corporate thought, it could be a culture thought, it could be... A religious thought. Could it could be a family be a thought. thought. It could be a family thought. Yeah. But is that my thought? Yep. <laughs> and is it serving actually me? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And if then your unconscious is saying, no, Edwin, Emirate, it's not serving you. Mm. And I'll let you know. And then, you know, sometimes I'll give you an example. Something um, I, I don't think um, she minds. Um, the person that helps me with living with sense, Kate, Yep. Um, she wanted to create more wealth in her life. Yep. And she started to do this meditation. And um, it is this uh, pyramid meditation. And each section seems to spiral. Mm. And Kate was describing to me um, while we were on a Skype call that, um, and I hope I say it here uh, as accurate as possible. Yeah. Uh, 
so this is just my version. <laughs> uh, yeah. that, Take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Forgive us if we're yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That she was experiencing uh, these vertigos, and you know, at, at like eight times a day at times. Well, where she really felt to, she was spiraling. She was swinging around a lot. Yeah. And she says, "Well, I don't like that." And I, I said, and I said, yeah, I can imagine. I said, well, Kate, if you like, I said, maybe we can do something and shift this. And so we reserved some time and over Skype, we mm. were talking. And, uh, and basically, I set up first the signals. So we established the signals and they were pretty clear and they were very distinctive and they were different in different locations and they were physical for her. So once we had established that, then you know i start to communicate with the unconscious because nine of the ten times the unconscious is very responsive yeah and just wants the best for you anyway <laughs> and um then all what i do is facilitate i don't have the answers i never want to even come across like that i have of the course. answers of course and we ask the unconscious like hey does this have this vertigo has that anything to do with the meditation mm. and she got a, a strong yes Ah. is the meditation going to achieve her outcome no might it be useful for Kate to stop this kind of meditation yes so she got clear signals but then she was she says yeah, well how do I know that this is really <laughs> so I asked the unconscious the unconscious black magic <laughs> 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 yeah well I yeah. asked the unconscious to do something yeah. I said, would you be so kind to give Kate a really strong signal, an unmistakable strong signal? Guess what happened? Here we go. It nearly spun her off a chair. She got a massive sway that her whole body went this way. Now, that's the unconscious just communicating, Kate, here is your strong yes. We all have this. Innate wisdom. Innate wisdom. It's been given to us. I wonder sometimes, you know, I think even this, what I'm doing right now with you, mm. with the podcast, and we were talking a bit prior to it, right? Mm. We don't want to come across like gurus or know-it-all or yeah. these kinds of, 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 of labels. And it's tricky because... I still have to use elements, not elements of that, but support. I still have to explain something yeah. for them, for people then perhaps never to have to listen to me again. Yeah. Because they can now listen to their own innate wisdom. Mm. What I still am further developing within myself. Mm. I can't, I, I'm definitely not saying here that. Learning to dance that dance. Too. Yes, yeah, I'm yeah. still learning because I sometimes, you know. I get the signal I go really <laughs> but I but I, I want this yeah and you know but then the signal is no and more and more I start to let go of I want this mm. and just follow it and the more I follow it the more my life starts to work out so there's a couple of things that are ruminating in there for me which is first of all entrainment um, and training yourself to listen to that signal further mm-hmm. um, you know which I think would be easier after the initial thing that was ruminating for me which was courage i think initially right. you know turning off something that you're so reliant on which totally. is you know like yep this is 
you know, you, you talk about whose thought is this, but when you're um, when you're so heavily executing on someone else's thought program and not readily diving into your innate wisdom for answers and solutions and direction, um, I imagine that would take, for me, somehow courage seems to be the word that is um, exemplifies the sort of energy around that. Yes, and and on the courage thing, you know, I'm thinking out loud here, but for me, I get courage also from, or or encouragement, or mm. courage, or confidence. Ah, cool, yeah. yeah from, uh, it's a state, right? A state is a state of courage, or a state of mm. confidence, or a state of laughter, or whatever, or a state of excitement, or whatever it might be. Um, from the feedback loop that we receive, we can tap a lot of courage out of that. For instance, yep. after uh, what I what I did with Kate, mm. guess what? The vertigo gone. She didn't have those experiences anymore. Uh huh. That stopped altogether. Yeah. So that is the feedback loop to say, "Hey, this innate wisdom is patting you on the back, literally." Yeah. yeah. Had some huh? had some real wisdom for you. You listened. You acted. And look at the feedback. Yeah. Now, what happens if you start to multiply this? Yeah. You're in this infinite sign, this 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 beautiful little loop with yourself, uh-huh. right? And now you can train that. Yeah, and then it's just practicing this new behavior, mm. and then you have to listen less and less, and have to rely less and less, and have to be dependent less and less mm. on the so-called system that is so-called there to serve us. Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> and you can listen to that innate wisdom. Yeah. Um, before Edwin and I started the podcast, we were, just before Edwin was talking about um, no gurus, and um, yeah, and I I found this really funny. Um, thing in the way that guru is spelt which is g-u-r-u yeah and then from that came the little colloquial which we love which is g-u-i-u yeah. <laughs> which is just like oh my god like i can totally resonate with that because you're just being you you know exactly. that's that, that i love that reflection to the innate wisdom you g-u-r-u it's <laughs> perfect now <laughs> yes. i absolutely love it i absolutely yeah. love it um so just um I wanna I wanna touch in on obviously where we where we connected from, you know, it was um it was about it was about water. That yeah. was my, my connection with you. Yeah. Um we've talked about about living with sense and the planet. Um but I think there's a really potent message in there around water as well. Um aha structured water. Um I've been living with it now for how long has it been? At least two years, three yeah, years maybe. I think so. Yeah. Three yeah. years. And um you know, like I'm yeah, I'm you know, you talk about listening to the innate wisdom. Um, I listen to the innate wisdom and I go to work every day mm. and I cycle to work mm. um, and I carry um, three 800 mil bottles, so 2.4 mm. litres yep. of water in glass bottles on my back every day to work. Wow. There's a tap at work. Yeah. There's totally a tap at work. I could totally drink water there. Yeah. But every day... I take 2.4 liters of water with me on my back on a cycle, you know, um, which doesn't sound like much to most people, but when you're cycling, you know, it's, you you try and shed as much kilos as you can, you know, um, but water is something, and literally my backpack contains just water, lunch I can purchase, everything else, you know, I'm just carrying my water for my day, um, 
And for me, I am <laughs> to say that I'm grateful for the structured water is is you know, <laughs> I think it wouldn't be as far like it wouldn't be far off saying you know a lot of what I've been able to. Um, accomplish in terms of health and vitality and we talked about communication and connection to self yeah um yeah i there is not enough words to express the gratitude that the structured water has helped me in terms of connecting to myself just purely because you know i you know i asked you what was one personal daily habit of yours that really resonated with you and you know you said drinking a liter of like structured water hydrating yourself in the morning and that is I completely, in the moment, I was like, that's mine too, <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, yeah. around all this other meditation. But the first thing is like, wake up, give gratitude for being awake, and then literally just coming to the kitchen and just hydrating from like being in that fasted state. And so water has been such a potent, potent gift um, that you have shared, you know, and, and that was where I first connected with you. And, yes. you know, I'm just so grateful mm. um, for that experience. Um, but there's, you know, there was... As when I connected with you on that journey, it was, and that's why your name was at the top of the list of like, yeah, I really want to connect and explore this story with you. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously the philosophies behind all this, which we've been exploring in the last hour, but then, you know, the story around water, um, and especially one that's, that's, you know, actually is a bit trending at the moment as well, you know, with the, the North Dakota access pipeline and stuff like that. People are really tuning into what's going on with water. I read somewhere recently that, um, you know, uh, aggressive assumptions, aggressive um, projections um, say that by 2030 we're expected to have no more fish in the waterways, which mm. is quite horrific. Mm-hmm. Um, what is 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 all in this journey? You know, we've talked talked a lot about living with sense, which is obviously an offering of yours as well. Yeah. Um, which again is so organic and authentic. So thank you for doing that work. Um, but the water, let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. No, it was fantastic to connect with you with water. It- it, you know, it always excites me enormously when um, people become conscious of, you know, um, about hydrating themselves, but then with what? Mm. And I was there myself. Like, I actually was never a water drinker at all. Yeah. I grew up on a farm and it was always water is for the animals. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> tea or coffee. We're not animals. <laughs> yeah. We're so, so superior. <laughs> We're made in the image of God. <laughs> not the animals. They are there to serve us. <laughs> yeah. Now it's uh, more nonsense. Yeah. yeah. But... Yeah, like uh, through that water fasting, that really triggered it for me. That I thought, "Wow, water! How powerful is this?" Yes. And and um, my relationship with drinking so much and only water, mm. I, I really start to dive into, um, I, you know, like I covered kind of for myself a bit the psychology part and the behavioral science part, the NLP part, and and then you know plant based whole foods. Yeah, and. Um, I thought, well, the one thing that I'm not really doing well is hydrating myself. Yeah. And the more I looked into it, the more I thought, wow, I'm missing out big time here. Big time. How much of your body is water? <laughs> yes. It was like the white elephant in the room. And I could not see it. I was eating well. Yeah. I, I tried to, you know, uh, live it as much uh, st- with a healthy state of mind in, yeah. in a variety of different contexts of life. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so, but water... Yeah, and, and then it kind of makes sense because I heard my whole life, 
Water is for the animals. <laughs> you know? And there it is. Someone else's belief system. That's right. I never valued it because yeah. it was not valued at home. Yeah. And uh, they are all not water drinkers either. Mm. So my whole family was chronically dehydrated. Yeah. And often on my lips, I literally could peel stuff off uh, because they were so dry. And that yeah. is not the only indicator of dehydration. Obviously, the urine, if you've got a dark or smelly urine or mm. even... Um, you know your skin is uh, once you squeeze it and it's not straight away uh, going back after a couple of seconds uh-huh, uh-huh. there are quite a few different indicators to check if you're dehydrated or not and um, and I had all these symptoms <laughs> and I thought here I am trying to be as healthy as possible but I'm hardly drinking enough water yeah and so then as with everything I seems to have a tendency well if I really want to know about something I might as well start a business yes thank you for sharing this yeah yeah so this is a deep this is a deep I guess trigger for me actually Mm. um, that really um, that when I first I've heard you say this in the past and it just sort of stuck I know I'm sort of taking a tangent from the water here but you said you know like if you really want to get to know something, mm. um, you literally just re- re- repeated it word for word. Was start a business, yeah, in it, and I was like, "Whoa, yeah. that's like just the way that that felt when you said like again when you said it for me." That's why I took a pause and right, yeah. So you started a business around water. water. Yeah, wow. I, I did it with uh, you know the flow state coach and um, did also now living with sands yeah but with aha structured water yeah i thought well i need to get the best possible water for myself mm-hmm. what's out there and then i start to research and i got this probably crazy drive for really researching yeah <laughs> and compare everything out there on the market test everything call everybody up listen yeah to i don't know how many different kinds of YouTube videos or or or, or uh, papers that are being yeah. written or that are publicized in pristine kind of publications uh-huh. and picking it all apart, scientists, professors, yeah. you name it. Yeah. Um, and and that really uh, got me first into well reverse osmosis with remineralization processes at the end and electrical water ionizers and non-electrical water ionizers and catalytic carbon filters and all kinds of different uh, water applications that claim to improve the quality of the water yep. which then claims that it's good for us mm-hmm. so I flew once to America because I was not satisfied what was out there on the market and we yep. all created our own reverse osmosis uh, canisters with I wanted to know what's in it because mm-hmm. I thought I want to know firsthand what is actually in those canisters because if I'm sipping it eating it every day yeah yeah, yeah. I've had eating yeah well drinking yeah. it every day I, I just want to know what's what's in it and nobody really can tell you where then they can tell you what's in it but they can't tell you where it comes from or they don't want to tell you where it comes from mm-hmm. and I never liked that idea yeah so then um, jumped on a plane to America and um, you know, brought really high tech, good quality reverse osmosis with remineralizations with magnesium and tourmaline and whatever else in there, and yeah. they were all well sourced and come from reputable sources and so on. And I was selling that 
promoting that, yep. started the business with that. Mm. But then one day I came across a friend of mine actually says, Edwin, you need to have a look at this. And my eyes were always, you know, what's what's out there. And then it is structured water. Yep. I go, structured water? I've never heard of structured water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is about five years ago. And structured water without any filters or UV or chemicals or electricity or anything mm. actually neutralizes everything that's toxic. Yeah. Well, I thought that sounds a bit crazy. <laughs> yeah, sounds a bit too good to be true. <laughs> Snake oil. <laughs> Here we are with the black magic again. <laughs> More nonsense. <laughs> That's right. You know? I thought, uh, I don't know about this, you know, yeah. and it has more oxygen in it, 20 to 30 percent. And, yeah. you know, um, and, and uh, our tap water is unstructured and mm-hmm. it needs to be structured and and I go, wow, and, and, and more energy in the water. And I go, energy in the water? Yeah. What are we talking about? Yeah. So I start to, obviously, as I was in that industry, um, and I wanted to have the best water, I start to look into it. Yep. So for three months, day and night, I start to research it. Like, as much as I could. Yeah. And don't leave any stone unturned. It sounds like you're a light researcher. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah. And and, uh, we'll come back to that with that research. Yeah. Um, And um, so basically what happened then, um, I jumped on a plane. I thought, okay, done all my research. This sounds plausible. (laughs) that um, there, is a, there is a device mm. that you can run water through and that creates water equal to high-quality spring water as it is in nature, of the same structure, the same order, the same quality. The research led you enough to yeah. believe that this is possible. So I jumped on a plane mm-hmm. and I wanted to meet the inventor. Yep. And um, I flew all the way to the US in the desert, yeah. in the state of Arizona. It was quite a hike to yeah. get there. And um, I spent five days at his house. Uh-huh. And um, very interesting man. Oh, I bet. Yes. He basically, uh, Clayton is his name, he basically um, worked for the U.S. government. Uh-huh. And he was chosen very early on um, in his younger years to fulfill a specific need um, within the uh, U.S. government to look at natural occurring phenomenon across the world and see if we can turn that into application. Mm. So he also visited Australia and lived with the Aboriginals. And um, to uh, he was explaining to me that he had to come into a place of all seeing. And literally, a bit like in NLP, just shut down your internal filters if you go and model something so your filters are not standing in the way, distorting the leading and generalizing the information that comes through our senses. So he had a way to clear his head Mm. and then actually observe observe and see if there is anything that he could then turn into an application Application. form. But he also did it in Africa. He did it all over the world for 40 years. How long ago? 
for 40 years, his career, he's been doing these kinds of things. Wow, because like a new craze is biomimicry, but it's relatively new. But mm. this is 40 years. Yes. Yeah. And that was then special clearing and even above US president, apparently. Wow. Now, so he told me quite a few interesting stories. We can go into that another yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, what came out of that is that he says, look, water is the so-called machine itself. That was his explanation. When water tumbles, rotates and spins, mm. vortexes to the left and to the right, like you see it in river systems or you know mountain creek where water is descending from a mountain, running yeah. into the rocks. The question we can ask ourselves, are those rocks there for a purpose? Yeah. Um, or are they just rocks? Mm. Is anything in nature for their <laughs> purpose? Happenstance. Or just, or just, they happen just to be there. Yeah. So he was explaining that in his 40 years yeah. and having a lap to his disposal uh-huh. of worth more than a billion dollars and have unlimited checks that he could write for any resources that he needed to study. Whoa. And they studied water too. And after his career... Uh-huh. He told me that he asked what he needed to do with all his knowledge. Mm-hmm. And it came upon him that he needed to develop an application for humanity as water is so important. And it was his mission to have every man and woman um, have access structured water like you have in your house mm. and it did quite some extraordinary for you correct oh so i struggled with um psoriasis for yep. many years um and in my scalp actually i used to like pick at flakes off my scalp um dry skin would just come off um my my arms used to have these massive round rings of just like skin basically a lot of skin issues mm-hmm. a lot of skin issues yeah and um you know for me i it, it had gone to the point where i wouldn't wear t-shirts wow you know, like my skin was to the point where i was just not comfortable wearing a t-shirt because you could see if i had a shower it'd be red and wherever the skin was irritated it'd be white right. and i literally looked red and white and i I'd, I'd, I'd just you know i'd even thinking about it you know yeah. it was like making me want to claw at my skin it was so visceral that memory of just how painful and how much trauma my skin was in yes and um you know for a long time i was i've dabbled a lot with medicine oh not dabbled like it became a practice medicinal um medicinal chinese tonic herbalism so right. medicinal mushrooms around fungi and that sort of stuff and introduced a lot of healing modalities into my diet um trying to really work and things would things were definitely helping um but in terms of if i came out of the shower my skin was again irritated you know and there was like like i was reducing the amount of um irritation and that sort of symptom presentation um it was decreasing but it was still like you know three four hours you know it wouldn't last for the whole day until the next shower Mm. and like subside after a little bit but i still had this and for me 
the water was nothing short of miracle because obviously I got one for the kitchen sink for the water that I consume. Mm-hmm. But there was this innate awareness from all the research that I had done that I needed one for the shower yes. equally as important for the kitchen sink because my skin is the largest organ in my body Correct. and it's absorbing water all the time as well as oxygen. Um, but when I'm having a shower, I'm hydrating on a real another level. Yeah. Um, as you know, on obviously the kitchen for the, for the internal and people sort of look at me as like, why do you go in for the shower? And I was like, because that's where I'm hydrating too, you know, and it's like for the skin. And, um, I'm lost for words to sort of drive home the point deeply enough. Wow. Um, it was about a week, a week and a half. Yeah. And my skin just cleared up. Yeah. And there was no other change that I made in that week, week and a half that I could attest to contributing to the changes that I had with my skin. And I remember writing to you on Facebook, yeah. just being like, man, I like, know, I can remember that. Man, like, the black magic works now! <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I just like the highest gratitude. And for me, the and you talk about the innate wisdom, and the innate wisdom that sort of called out from within the message that I got from inside was, you see, there is, again, the heal, almost bringing this conversation full circle a little bit, but, and, um, my body is so amazing in its capacity to heal. Mm. It's phenomenal at healing. It's, it, it heals and thrives. Um, and given the right environment, given like if I just support it with small decisions, like having the right water, it can thrive that much more. And what I realized was basically for me, the water being polluted having lots of heavy metals in it, Mm. having stuff that wasn't um, aligned with my natural sense. Mm. My body was in combat Mm. with something that was innately there for me to be in harmony with, you know, and actually was helping me thrive. So water, my body identified it as something that was helping me thrive. But when I was having these showers, all these heavy metals were irritating my skin Mm. and it would go into like raw and it would just go into this state where I was just like, ah, like I really wanted to itch and I wouldn't, but it was like this really, like really intense process to be involved in. Yeah. And then a week and a half later, like a week, 10 days, two weeks max, it just, the symptoms just dissipated and just to feel that sense of calm inside my yeah. head and like really because I love showers I'm the yeah, guy that yeah, showers yeah. twice a day tries to keep them short takes them cold but loves them yeah right um, and just to have that healing around my relationship with my shower but also my water and just my confidence in just being able to wear t-shirts again tank tops wow topless you know going back to brazil when the culture there is just t-shirts optional you know it's my favorite culture and just being able to embrace that um yeah for me you know it 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 shifted so much that you know three years on you know it's not something that's been uh, like there are things that are yet like that trend even in you know being talking to my innate wisdom there's even things that come and go out of that yes water is not one of those Mm. water like my spirituality you know, is impacted by this. I believe back to the four elements or five, you know, earth, fire, wind, water, and the ether. Mm. And water is one of them. And so my connection to my water is now a spiritual, it's fundamentally spiritual. Mm. And so, and I share this, like three years on, I'm still 
carting my water around with me yeah. for my day. Well, that says a lot, yeah. Right? That's right. It's not transient. It's fundamental. Yeah. Um, and I share this as well because, you know, my my partner's father recently got um, got diagnosed with the precursor to cancer, basically bone cancer, and wow. it was full on, yeah? Wow, wow. Um, and, you know, one of the first things we did was you know we 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 put we we encourage him to get on onto a plant based diet which he's now adhering to which is amazing yeah. like you know someone said you can't teach an old dog new tricks wow <sighs> well that's right that's another story <laughs> yeah, that yeah. someone else told there yeah, right yeah yeah um and we and we immediately got in touch with you and was like please we need another water filter, filter. More structured water Correct. because we need to upgrade the water that you know and that's how fundamental it is yeah. you know it's like earth is your food but then water fire wind you know and so like we literally got in touch with it and that's how much it means to us and again gratitude you know for just being able to have a resource in our life that can facilitate you know our loved ones health and well-being through the tumultuous times yeah no mate that's so inspiring to hear i no thank you because you know this is what i do it for and this is what the invented does it for right mm-hmm. like for stories like this because exactly what you say your body was communicating very loud and clear that the water that we are showering ourselves with or hydrating ourselves with is probably not the water that nature intended for us. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And for some reason, we then think, well, let's damn it. <laughs> <laughs> let's pipe it. Let's chemicalize it. Chemicalize <laughs> it. And then put it through kilometers on end pipe work. <laughs> And then we open up the tap and say, now that is the same that came out of nature. That sounds pretty crazy, right? I met this hippie lady, right? And she, I love her. Um, Because she, she drinks spring water only. And she was like, oh, we're out of spring water. We're going to have to drink tap juice. <laughs> <laughs> tap juice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah good one and that's kind of how it feels right with all the, the damming and the stagnation and the piping that's and the, it the metals from the pipes and then yeah uh, from everything that I now I suppose have observed and learned mm. is that we need to get out of the way out of the way mm. of nature's way of serving us totally and this is what i mean with you know that we are so caught up in the intellect in the nonsense um in the third party information and it is often very commercial driven and it is very manipulative Mm. and it moves us further away from the land it moves us further away from the richness of fresh water from river systems and and so on and as you say, you know, the oceans, they're getting depleted of fish. Yeah. Of our so-called needs. Mm. Um, the landscape is changing due to the way we have the current diet happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we can reverse a lot. Because it is just feedback. It's just feedback and saying, guys, we've got to stop this mm-hmm. nonsense. And where does this thinking all come from? And who is ben- the beneficiary of these thinking? And what are the consequences of these thinking in our mm. own lives and, and nature itself? So structured water, in my opinion, is letting us know very beautifully 
And that was really for me. Therefore, I call it aha, aha structured board. I had such an aha moment <laughs> that I thought, man, this. I had so many aha moments when I started drinking yes, structured water. Brilliant. And I thought, I've got to call this aha, aha structured water. <laughs> and that's how that. I always wondered. Yeah, I always no, wondered. That's brilliant. how that came about. Because if you let water run these vortex patterns again. Mm. let it do what nature intended it to do with water on a consistent basis then water can restore itself back to its so-called original state and it can neutralize all toxins like fluoride heavy metals pharmaceuticals pesticides herbicides insecticides all these things Mm -hmm. um i've got clients who go to india i've been to indonesia use the portable structurizer yeah. Pour the water straight through it yeah. for about 10 days, straight from the tap. I actually put a video on my on my website for people to watch and to see the evidence. <laughs> and it hydrates you incredibly well. Yeah. And obviously, it's completely healthy and it's fine. But I've got also people in India. I've got people in, in Malaysia, um, Singapore, Middle East, pretty much anywhere in the world. And people can drink safely structured water now without any filters without uv without any of the so-called standard technologies that are really chemistry driven there is something else going on yeah and there is a scientific explanation Mm. personally i don't care for it because to me again that's a lot of nonsense but what i do appreciate is pulse testing yeah and kinesiology yeah muscle testing Uh uh-huh and doing double-blind tests with that. Can you explain kinesiology for a bit? Yeah. Basically, kinesiology... And the um, testing around it? Yeah. Kinesiology, from my understanding, is that the body lets you know in unmistakable ways if something is serving you or strengthening the body or it's weakening the body. That's in its simplistic form. And... Um, you have people who um, are specialized uh, in this discipline and what I like about this is that um, you are involved yourself so your own body I think it is the most profound lab uh, on the planet there's nothing more sophisticated than our own highly complex biology and because the body has this innate wisdom and is there to serve you and bypasses, I think, the, um, the intellect and the cognitive processes um, that we use and have been exposed to, um, and probably what we've been indoctrinated by, um, it bypasses all that. And um, that, to me, was for me, when I was doing these kinds of tests, I really, I really value those. And these were very important to me. And if I gave structured water to an animal, a dog or a cat, they seem to prefer structured water. You give it to plants, they seem to do better with structured water. So to me, these were the things that I was observing. And yes, for people who find scientific science important, there are also now uh, really conclusive scientific research into it. Uh, backing up that um, toxins are neutralized mm. and that there is more photonic energy in the water and that uh, there is um, 20 to 30% more oxygen in the water. 
And it was really powerful because when I first got the um, the water filter, something you encouraged me to do, you know, talking about, you know, like um, just experimenting in the poles and like just nature and that, um, I filled up my sink right. with, my, with, with water and I just put my veggies in it. Yeah, correct. And they would, and exactly as you explained, the tomatoes started bursting, you know, yeah. it was like, like not like they, they'd come out of their skin yes. when they like, and you could see that the fruit that was alive yes. was hydrated, like it was hydrating oh, itself. Like and it was yes. like this real reflection on the practices that are out there because it was like, it's not even getting water out there where it's like meant to be growing and thriving the right way, you know? Yes. Um, yeah. Now you're spot on. Like you, you soak your veg and fruit neutralizes pesticides and herbicides mm. but it super hydrates your fruit as well and uh, structured water um, it, I don't want to go technical here but it lowers their surface tension mm. it makes the water more fluid yeah and um, there is a measurement called dyes and yep. now we do go a little bit in, in the so-called scientific realm yep. but you can taste that on your palate Mm. straight away that the water has a different it's velvety it's velvety it's smooth yeah. yeah that's the way I describe it yeah, yeah exactly and and then the scientific explanation for that is that uh, dynes is a measurement of viscosity the fluidity of water uh-huh. and if it is below 46 dynes yeah. that means the water can be absorbed by our cells very sure. effective and efficient uh-huh. but optimized tap, yeah that's right but tap water due to all these unnatural processes yeah. as well as bottled water and filtered water they are anywhere between the 72 and 84 dimes. Uh-huh. Now, that is way too high for your body to be hydrated effectively and efficiently. Therefore, I've got so many people, uh, Emirate, throughout the years. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about setting up a business because you get the feedback from, from the people um, what they experience drinking filtered water or tap water or bottled water or structured water. Mm. And what I'm hearing is that people then are saying like, well, when I was drinking tap water, I can drink a lot of water, but I still feel left dehydrated at times mm. or I get a little bit bloated. Um, and then when they start drinking structured water, I don't know how that is for yourself. It drinks so easily. Mm. It absorbs so easily. Um, and that was for me also one big thing. I, I drank a liter in one go and I thought a liter in one go, that is, that is quite a bit. Yeah. But five minutes later, I can literally go on the street and start running because my body absorbed it. Yeah. And how is that possible? Try to do that with tap water. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that, for me, these were some indicators that I thought, wow, there is something going on that I can't necessarily explain mm. other than the fact that we mimic in this this this, this uh, structured water unit mm. uh, what... what what is what Clayton's intention was to mimic the process that happens naturally in nature when yep. water tumble rotated and spins yep. so there are double vortexes going on internally mm. and then when the water runs through that yeah all these properties of water come alive mm. and it mm. like it restates or reactivates yep. and, and it puts that water back in a really pristine state mm. um, and clients are now telling me you know over the years wow i've got more mobility in my joints yeah or as you are experiencing with your skin right and you know the skin thing like it's almost like i just needed time to heal yeah because now i've noticed i've gone for traveling like six uh, six weeks at an end to and i I haven't taken the 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 thing with me and it does like there's i'm even aware i look at it and and i wonder 
yeah. is it going to resurface? Mm. And it doesn't. Mm. Because I went through a healing with yeah. the water, you know? Yes. And it's like phenomenal that my body, it gave my body the opportunity to heal. Yeah. Well, that's the one thing that came out of that for me was water. If I had to do something mm. for my health, that is the easiest thing. Yeah? Changing, di- changing uh, people's diet or food yeah. uh, intake. Sometimes it's challenging for a lot of people. Of course. But start with water. Start with water. We're liquid human beings. Yeah. Like apparently we are 70 to 80% water. Our yeah. brain is 90% water. Our muscles are 75% water. Yeah. Even our teeth are 12% water. <laughs> apparently, right? Yeah. I can't prove it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? But that's... So if we are li- liquid human beings and we're walking around yeah. being 70, 80% water... Slushy. Slushy. <laughs> well, then... Plant-based whole foods, they contain structured water. Yep. Our cells contain structured water. Mm. Well, let's drink also. Structured water. Structured water. Mm. I just want to address here on this podcast, mm. I'm not a scientist. Yeah. I'm not a physicist. Mm. Um, nor am I an, 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 a dietitian or mm. a professor or any of that. But I'm a keen observer. Mm. And I, love I, I would say a passionate, <laughs> keen observer. <laughs> and I love testing things. Yeah. And yes, I, I, I did study the work of Dr. T. Colin Campbell at the Econol University, um, plant-based nutrition. Mm. Um, and I look into things, but I think mostly exactly what you say. Let water do the talking. Just trial it, test it. Mm. You know, like um, experience what it does for you. I noticed that my mobility in my joints... I used to crack my head, yeah. you know, like I click or, or I felt like all stopped. And I thought, hang on, what's, why don't I have this anymore? That yeah. was after, you know, when I start drinking structured water, uh-huh. better bowel movements even. Yep. Um, more, I don't know, more, more energy, more vitality, bit, yeah. bit more vitality. Yeah. And everybody has their own a bit, seems like unique experiences with drinking structured water. Yeah. yeah, awesome. Something you touched on in there, which I uh, really resonated and can't go past without addressing, was um, you know you mentioned that uh, a lot of the the realization around most of this stuff is that you know we've got to get out of the way um, so for for nature for nature to work its magic almost you know, and that resonates so much. Um, we just the whole inspired evolution, um, as yeah. you can see, like the the logo, you know the, yes. the images, you know a brain. Right, right, but it's it's all about nature. So you've got like a toucan, a rose, rose. a lizard, a fish, a frog, um, <laughs> and that's an owl for some wisdom in there. You know? <laughs> I um, see it now. Yeah, oh, wow, that's amazing. You know? Yeah, and well so done. and that's that's the inspired evolution is like getting like a lot of that. Just really, that's such a deep, profound message. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, just just lightly, you touched on it briefly. Um, I want to just explore so. In terms of setting up a business around things that you're you're passionate about and you're willing to investigate deeper is important for the feedback loop? Well, also to make a living. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> um, but when I become passionate about something, mm. say first I, I trialed it for six months mm. um, quite rigorously, uh, structured water so once I'm convinced and yeah. I, I see it's working for me and a few other people mm. and I take it on yeah. then and I was so passionate about this I thought hang on this needs to go to more people Yeah, 
I felt like this was in alignment with my values. Um, Strong. Also selling water, filters. I always ask myself, I always had this cringe feeling like, well, where do those filters go once they are junk full with stuff? Yeah. Oh, they go back in a landfill. And where does that landfill end up? Well, it ends up back in our groundwater. And where yeah. does that groundwater go? Oh, we pump it up again and then we start drinking it again. It's mm. a bit of a futile process. Totally. And to me, um, this technology uh, lasts a lifetime. Yeah. It came with a 20-year manufacturing warranty. Yep. And and you can trial it out for 90 days. These are the things that have been given. Yep. So to me, that looked like a product that one day I hope I never have to use it. We can go mm. back to that again, yes. right? I can't <laughs> wait for that, brother. I yes. can't wait for that. That would be yes. my wish. I, you, yeah. I can be involved in that, you know, all day long. Yeah. So, but this is still a little crutch mm. before perhaps, ho- hopefully, one day uh, we we are there mm. that we realize the way where we're going is perhaps not the way. Yeah. And and so I took it on and I wanted to distribute it to as many people as possible mm. so they can enjoy it like you did yeah. and I did and and so many others now. Um, and therefore, when you're passionate about something you can ask yourself well can I actually turn this into a job so I can actually do it every day and I get also rewarded for it because at the end of the day we still need to live yeah and I think there is nothing more exciting than um, getting involved in something that A is aligned with your values yeah and you're not in conflict with that not you know um, and, and and you get the feedback and you get a financial reward so you can do more of it. Yeah. So it becomes this self-perpetuating thing. Bear in mind, after that eight years of research, I struggle to go back into the so-called system. Yeah, this is why I ask you. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Yeah, I struggle big time because I just wanted to live on a block of land and get away from everything. Because that is still one of your dreams, yeah? Uh, 100%. 100%. Like, I... You know, I wear here uh, a t-shirt with freedom on it. Yeah, and all the colors of the rainbow, which I love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and they represent also all the colors of all the food mm. that we eat. Eat the rainbow. That's yeah. right. And, uh, well, freedom is just a concept. In essence, we are free. Mm. But we are free at the moment, I think, in an, in a system where if you don't follow the rules there are consequences yes true and if you want to buy a house there are rules if you buy a block of land there are rules Mm. Um, and if you adhere to those rules well then you're a good citizen Mm. and you get rewarded for that society values that yeah and then within society we produce and we consume (laughs) and then you get rewarded for that you're a good consumer a good producer well that that is value but if you don't want to do any of that where do you go Mm. so uh, if if you don't want to participate and you just want to maybe have your own natural way of farming not traditional farming where I grew up Mm. I grew up on a dairy farm and vegetable farm yeah I now cannot stand behind that anymore yeah I think that is an outdated concept. Yeah. I think if we can go back to small scale, tiny yep. communities. Localized. Localized. Yeah. And let nature dictate what needs to grow there mm-hmm. instead of we try to project our belief systems 
onto nature. Because we've got the intelligence now to go there as well, you know. Yeah. Yep. And and to I listen think, to the land. Yeah, listen to the land. Observe mm. what the land says. Hey, this is what needs to grow there. Yeah. And um, um, I forgot um, I forgot his name, but it's um, it's a book that I highly highly recommend. It's called One Straw Revolution. One Straw Revolution. Yeah, by a Japanese uh, writer. Okay. And uh, he was all in natural farming, into natural farming. Mm. And uh, I really like his principles. He moved away from the so-called a lot of yeah a lot of traditional thinking and traditional mm. farming. And what he did, he, for instance, as an example, he had all kinds of different seats. Yeah. And then rolled all little balls of clay, put them in there. Yeah. And then threw them out on the land, uh-huh. and just watch what comes up. Okay. So let nature dictate what comes up. And this is how you, for instance, could start a natural forest, food forest. Right. Right? Because you put it in clay so the birds don't eat the seed. Uh Uh-huh. And it will start to sprout when the rain falls and so on. And And just let let it be. Selection process be of its own. That's right. Yeah, nice. Right. Very romantic. So (laughs) instead of we um, um, dictating to nature... Let mm. nature show us what is meant to be there. Yeah. And then observe. And and I think the more, you know, I don't want to sound here like a preacher, mm. but I think we've got to go back to, back to sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, as an example, my father, my, my brother, great guy, went from, my, my family went from traditional farming to organic farming. Mm. to bio uh, biodynamic farming yeah so now they are biodynamic farmers uh-huh. but as a consequence he needs twice the amount of land ah. because the cow now needs to roam around so freely <laughs> yeah what is nothing wrong with by the way yeah so now he needs a huge amount of land for a very tiny amount of animals yeah now I asked my brother I said if everybody is going to farm like you sustainable yeah do you think that fits on planet earth yeah and there's an opportunity cost for <laughs> <laughs> and the yeah. answer is no you do the mess you need two of them yeah so maybe it's not so sustainable mm. and he wanted to dry hay with a new invention machine mm. that he could turn grass if it rains too much in the Netherlands where it rains a lot yep. you put it in the machine you dry the grass and now you got hay yeah and it's like yeah sounds also good <laughs> I mean we are trying constantly to put the will mm. I think our commercial will yep. on nature yep. and it becomes synthetic synthetic overlay yeah and it becomes yep. quite well therefore inorganic or unnatural yeah and I think the more we steer in that direction the more illnesses and diseases and pressure and stresses we will experience in our lives. Mm. And I think less more, simple is more, tap into your senses is where life, perhaps life is meant to be. <laughs> I don't know. There's normally a whole bunch of questions that I ask at the end, but there's you've answered all of them. You, uh, you answered your book. Um, basically, you, you mentioned... Um, more is less as a yeah and 
just as a just as a final question, um, who are you beyond your identity and your story? Hmm. Who am I? Mm. Well, that presupposes that an I exists. True. Yeah. That's worth questioning. The I. I don't know. I think that's a concept too. Okay. Um, and I don't have an answer to that. Mm. I don't. Mm. Other than, I suppose... I can see myself for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. And I can feel myself. I can smell myself. Yeah. I suppose I could taste myself if I want to. Um, I can hear myself. I can sense myself. I can communicate with my own innate wisdom. So I'm fully aware of all these things. Yeah. We can stick a label on them. Sure. <laughs> we can yeah. give it some meaning. Because <laughs> there's more labels that we need. <laughs> oh, that's right. right? Yeah. So, you know, uh, well, people talk about being present, mm. being grounded. Yeah, I try to be that as much as I can. Mm. And... And what that then means, I don't know. But what I do know is that when I listen carefully, mm. I get into a state of calmness, peacefulness, joy, happy. Mm. That's all where I want to be. Yeah. And and I think I can realize more of that. I think humanity can re- realize more of that if we then let go of all the nonsense. And the more we let go of that, the more belief systems will fade away and if we can wake up in the morning for each other and that be the currency instead of money or whatever else and I keep finding this fascinating like the earth right it gives us life Mm -hmm. and if you have dirt on your nails it's dirty (laughs) explain that to me (laughs) <laughs> so the yeah. very thing that gives us life yeah is filthy it's dirty yeah yeah negative connotations ne- towards ne- it. negative connotations you know mm. you say oh look at my dirt on the new yeah i yeah. know we don't do that right i don't yeah. do that either yeah but it's a belief uh-huh and so there are so many of those beliefs that yeah. i think are worth revisiting or i try to revisit for myself mm. yeah I love to go back to and and uh, back to nature, connect with nature, back to the land, mm. and, and and whatever I am, then I am. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, you know, so myself here as Inspired Evolution, I've again, you know, <laughs> I've been pouring through this, but I really appreciate what you do and what you've done. Um, with the water it's been such a cornerstone part of my life and I'm just you know for me a big part of this podcast is me being of service to others and being able to share the the awareness and the wisdom of that potent medicine um, and then also you know today especially living with scents um, you know the, the plant-based whole foods the innate wisdom within these potent 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 messages that you have these are amazing and you know, I was super excited to have you on because of just this connection that we have together and we've yeah. fostered. Um, so I, I really just, you know, as a whole, just really want to thank you for being who you are. Likewise. Um, and 
I was. I like to finish with an inspired evolution. I, I'm, I'm passionate about the human journey, but after today, <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> being on the inspired evolution, I'm passionate about what being a human is. Mm. And uh, I really wish you well on being you. Mm. Thank you, brother. Thank you. (laughs) And just as we're um, wrapping up, so if people want to get in touch with yourself, um, what's the most efficient and effective way for them to do that? Okay. Um, You can send an email to Edwin, E-D-W-I-N, at livingwithsense.com. Yep. Um, If you want to get in contact with for the water uh-huh. you can do aha aha mm-hmm. structured water dot mm-hmm. com dot au yep um, use any of those emails uh, there are phone numbers on there mm-hmm. and um, love to connect with you mm-hmm. love to hear your story and uh, love to see if I can be of any assistance and Edward is really generous if you find your way to either of those offerings you'll find videos um, heaps of information available to you there as, as you know obviously for free just you know, you can tune into a lot and then see uh, like everything that resonates and I'm sure you'll be in touch further. Yes. <laughs> and maybe, well, I'm thinking out loud here. I don't know yep. if it's appropriate or not, but I'm happy for the first three people who contact me. Mm. I will give these three people a free one and a half hour session <laughs> where they can experience what um, we've been talking about. And I will set up the signals um, and we will test them and um, people will be able to use them on a day-to-day basis. A 90-minute consult for yeah. living with heads. That is phenomenal. It's probably the big, biggest <laughs> gift I can give you. <laughs> that is amazing. So you heard it here first. Um, so yeah, if you can, be one of the first three to get in touch with Edwin, either one of those emails. Um, do, do it with uh, Edwin at Living, living with, with Sense. Sense. Edwin at Living with Sense. Dot com. Dot com. And get stuck into it to grab an hour and a half of his amazing time to sort of help yourself on this journey of tapping into your innate wisdom and learning to really decode um, what messages are synthetic and what are organic from yourself and Correct. that relationship that you can foster with yourself towards abundant health, um, really connecting to what is what, uh, right or wrong, maybe not so much, but what is good for you and what serves you in living your passion and your dreams and your healthiest expression of self. Yeah. Thank you so much. That is so generous, Edwin. And Thank maybe, Emirate, on that, um, mm. it might be useful for me if they would write um, three of the main reasons okay. um, uh, why they would like to um, explore this further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, cool. Too easy. And if you guys just put into that email that you got you got there through the Inspired Evolution um, as, a, as a subject or something, that'd be perfect. Fantastic. Yes, exactly. Awesome. Then we know. Blessings. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just for those listening, as you know, the podcast is available on iTunes. You obviously found your way here somehow. And uh, the other one is the website, which has just freshly been updated, which is www.amrit-sandu.com. All the podcast episodes are available there. Um, t-shirts are available there. And as always, your your, your reviews, your, your feedback, positive, constructive, all very, very welcome as it helps me to continue to be inspired and evolve. Thank you for your blessings and listening. Thank you very much, Emirate. Thank you, brother. Much appreciated. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.